Hey folks, this is part two of two with Christopher Plackett. If you haven't listened to part one yet, what are you doing? Immediately stop this this podcast recording and go back and find week one because it's amazing and it's his intro and you'll fall in love with him right there just the way we already have. And for this part, you're going to get to hear all of the crazy stories of all of his customer service jobs because he's had a couple and he has a couple stories and they're all pretty awesome and hilarious. So let's get on with the show. All right, let's mm-hmm. keep it moving. You, you want some more water? Let's go. You want a second? Okay. No, I, no, I've moved on. Okay, we've, oh, we're on Sprite now. Okay, here we go. No, um, it's limonade. Okay, here we oh, go. Oh, I'm so sorry. We're back, and now it's time for the entrees. All right, Christopher, this is the speed round of questions. You Feel free to tell stories. What was your first job ever where the government was taking taxes out of your money? I was a muffin boy. I'm sorry. In the town deli. I'm so sorry. I, yeah. What? <laughs> I didn't have a muffin top. I was a muffin boy. Mm-hmm. Barbara, Barbara Murkowski, to this day, called the town deli. The bread was so thick. The sandwich was so juicy. Somehow, I end up eating. Listen here, folks. A closed mouth never gets fed. A closed mouth never gets fed. So I was at 12 years old. They fill the, they fill the basket with like, you know, the Rice Krispie bars with the chocolate on top. And oh, she cut them a little bit God. bigger and sell them for like $2, you know? Yes. She goes, you know, maybe sell this basket, maybe not. Bitch, I came out two hours <laughs> later and I had my whole basket already sold. 60 bucks. <laughs> I mean, you know me. I went to my uncle's. I went to my aunt's. I was like. You know, point, you know, I was a muffin boy. That's why I called myself. And I literally went with a basket that was probably the size of Belle's from Beauty and the Beast. You know, that's say when she's going to get water too. And it was <laughs> probably about a good, you know, about 30 things in there. And you ask anyone in Little Falls, you, they'll tell you. When Chris Pocket came around and you know me, I was like, uh, I wish my make a wish today was like someone would buy this last muffin. You know what I'm saying? And that kind of stuff, you know, because, <laughs> and I was cute back then too. You know what I'm saying? And I was a little chunky and whatever. And that, but there's Teresa Bob's boy. I was 12 years old. And I'm like, and I was kind of getting, I don't know if it's, legit or not you know what i'm saying because yeah. i was 12 but the point is i was, I was a hustler you yeah. know what i mean you started and in being raised on a yeah i say raised on a farm but really i wasn't my uncle still owns the family farm but i always say i was raised on a farm so i always say i'm a farm boy from minnesota don't get it twisted <laughs> okay but i do know how to drive a tractor and bail hay and do all that good stuff but we'll get there you know? oh bailing hay is so scary so, so that's the very first job i've ever had oh okay the big yeah oh it can kill you um all right how many customer service jobs have you had total oh 21 years i was a servant a bartender off and on so 21 years off and on. So that goes to show that because once my friend looked at me and said, once you make tips, you'll never go back type thing. It's like once you go back that night. But um, the thing is, I, uh, I, um, you know, so, I mean, I was always customer service because listen, folks, even if you're a shitty server, you can still get like three extra dollars. Yeah. If you're going to work a minimum wage job, well, I know everyone can't say blah, blah, but really, and you're good at it. I mean, a lot of money. But so 21 years off and on, I had probably, probably 12 strong jobs in, in slinging hash somewhere. Somewhere. Yeah, just at Universal CityWalk, you had, what, three jobs? I, I mean, just in that area? Like, I remember seeing you at, because Johnny, well, anyway, uh, we'll get there. Um, and Clearwater Beach, um, Clearwater Beach, Florida, I was a worked at a beach diner. Oh, you did? Stick on your collar. <laughs> you don't have to have. I mean, and it was on a set, too, and we had 10 set wing days on Saturdays. And I was a dessert boy. So all my job was. And then one day, this is kind of funny, everybody, but don't want to repeat the story. So, you know, everyone knows what a whip it is, right? Yeah. If you don't know what a whip it is, it's kind of like a cool thing that you take and you take six seconds of blob. Well, as a dessert boy, I used to get cases of stuff back there. Well, I didn't know, you know what I'm saying? Well, you know, sometimes the days got a little bit longer. Well, then one night I got a call from manager and she goes, I'm Chris, we have a very serious situation. And I was just tip position because I was a dessert boy. I had to wait till someone orders dessert and then, oh, a dessert boy comes in and makes your dessert. And we're talking desserts are the size of like a pinata. You know what oh I mean? God. Enough whipped cream to kill all of us. I hate whipped cream. But anyway, um, <laughs> hate the strong word. We strongly disagree. Um, so that being said, I was nervous boy. And then she goes, um, dude, we have a serious problem here. And I said, what's that? She goes, whippets. I said, excuse me? I said, what's that? I said, from Minnesota. I, I, you know, I thought sometimes 
I also took a Canadian $20 bill because no one told me that it wasn't worth it. You know what I'm saying? Like, my boss would be like, Chris, we don't take this money. I was like, that sounds like Monopoly. Um, they don't teach you that in school. And that's why I'm going to teach a course that just has the basic reality shit. You know what I'm saying? Because someone tells us how to put a chair together and you're like, what did you learn that? You know what I'm saying? And now they have screws and like, I don't know. I'm coming back as a mechanic or a dentist because you always need one or the other. You know what I'm oh saying? Oh my God, whippets, Chris, focus. Oh, well, sorry. Oh gosh. Whippets. Back to the whippets. So she goes, a whippet? I said, what's that? She goes, well, we found 30 dead, case, uh, 30 dead cans in the thing. I was like, that sounds quite excessive. Well, you know, I did a good 28 of those. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, I played off it to this day. I don't know what a whippet is. <laughs> wink. Wink, wink. Nudge, nudge. And so then, beach, then I got a job at Seafood and Sunsets at Julie's, which is like turning your grandma's house into a restaurant. Ooh. I do repeat, turning your grandma's. The menu said, listen here, you're here to have a good time and watch the sunset. So your food will get you when it gets there. You have a glass of wine. You basically shut the mm, up and you just enjoy. And the most beautiful sunsets. I mean, it's, and everything else that came crawling off that ocean. You really see what ocean's all about. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, I got issues. You got to share them all. I love that video. Like, like your ocean. But um, so the Twister Sisters, like, and Seafood Sons and Julie's, then we had the six pack, which also started my alcoholism because we went to a bar called The Shipwreck. Uh, you don't know about the shipwreck unless you are local. Your your shots of Jaeger were put in a chalice. <gasps> my, fr- oh. my friend lo- my friend lost his two front teeth one night in a pool table. Not against anybody else. He blacked out and hit the pool table. We had to go pick up his teeth the next day in a bag. Oh, oh I can tell you a story. Yeah. And uh, so every night we met, it was called the six pack. And that's how Seafood and Sunsets and Julie's. And that was fun. And then I became a manager at like, because she trusted me. She pulled this yellow Porsche and she'd be like, Chris, I'm going to be gone for the weekend. I was like, and everyone's mad at me now. I'm the youngest one. I get the keys to the place, you know? <laughs> and the first time I ever tried unsweet nice tea, I dumped it all out because I thought it was rotten. <laughs> Coming from the Midwest, no one tells you, nobody warns you about unsweet nice tea. And I took a sip of it, I dumped out gallons and gallons. And she comes and she's like, what the? F-? Well, they dried it out for days. No one told me that. You know what I'm saying? I don't go to a dry barreling iced tea contest. You know what I'm saying? Like, the last time you, I, so I walked in, she goes, what are you doing? I was like, what do you mean? I go, this tastes like shit. And she's like, Chris, it's unsweet. And I was like, just like Velveeta's cheese. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> a miracle of nannies. Like, until you get out of, you know what I mean? You didn't know what meat tasted like well done because your mom was always like, well done, well done. Until you have a medium or a steak, you're like, this is meat. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> this is meat. anyway. Okay. Stephen says at Julie's. And then after that, then I, Madden's Resort, 600 employees, 300 of them lived on, right on the grounds. I do repeat, 600 employees, 300. And then when the Europeans and Germans came over, <laughs> ole, ole. <laughs> I mean, that's when I learned, should we say, um, positions? I was just about to say how to fuck. Well, I mean, <laughs> I mean, a German walking down the hallway and a white boy from Spermfish, you know what I'm saying? You're like, sweet, gentle Jesus lips. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's a Berlin Wall right there. Not even like that. It's just like, it's insane. You know what I mean? And, I, you know, once again, I'm young and, you know, I can't be quite, you know, who I want to be, but yet get in here, Shlonsky, you know what I'm saying? Or whatever. Um so the European and I, to this day I'm friends with my I call them my um, English Spice Girls Aww. Melissa and she's actually just turned 40 and I sent her a video and it was really something magical because in that summer I mean I would go to work from 6 in the morning till 2 and my manager would come to me at 6.03 and have Visine and gum in, my, in his hand and goes Chris you need these now I would literally get work from 6 in the morning until I ran the lobby cafe don't get a twist I was young then too and I was pissed off at me again because I for some reason I was weasel my way in but yet I wasn't asked kiss her to do it but also, uh, we can't be rained with sunshine, but yes, you can. Because I was, no one's going to see me get to that level. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But you all know in serving. Oof. Here's the deal. People, oh, and that's why I'm writing my book. We'll get there too. It's not your server's fault. It's not your server's fault. <laughs> I didn't seat you. I'm not cooking your burger. Get. <laughs> I don't refill it. I don't even know where they put it. 
What are you talking about? <laughs> oh, Bubba Gums? What? You're at the Hard Rock. Playing the Hollywood cash? What? I'm supposed to get that, that, that? You know what I mean? Yeah. People. Anyway. People. Okay, so we, oh. you lived on the grounds at that job, though? For $4 a day. You ate three meals Chris. off the buffet. To this day, you guys, if anybody's listening and you're looking for a fun summer job and you're, you're just young, dumb, and full of cum, go to Madden's <laughs> Resort. Honestly, God, don't go to Cragen's. I'm sorry. Don't go to Grandview. Madden's is it because they've been open for 57 years. It's like Dirty Dance because the Schumacher's come in. And if, if you make her eggs basted without the butter, oh, you know what I'm saying? You, there might be a small frying pan thrown at you because that's how net they are there. But let me tell you what, you go to work and I mean, you get off work, you guys, you got to imagine 300 of us get off of the work count three and you can do whatever you want there on the grounds as long as the guests aren't using it. Shit, I learned how to golf. I mean, maybe the second hole always, but then I'd be just drunk driving the golf cart. Nine <laughs> of us one time on the golf cart. Duke's a hazard. Lop, she had hair like Mark Simpson's sister. Nine of us on a golf cart right in the lake. All blacked out. I mean, just stories that we can, I mean, next morning we're all lined up. You know, sometimes when the fish spits out of someone's mouth, we're like, we don't know what happened. You know what I'm saying? And so then we had cabins and literally my cabin was just a, a little square you walk in, like a little bathroom, a little square. You're lucky if it flushed every 18 flushes. Oh. I had 60 people in my cabin. People are standing in the bathtub. And when the, when Because when the English left and the, the Europeans left, I mean, it was like, we had, like, it was really something because you, you worked those same amount of hours together, but yeah, you partied together. And I get off work at 2.30, six long line teas because we called the Gull Lake Shuffle. Robin's Nest and Kelly's and Taco Tuesday. And they got caught doing the rippies the wrong way with the razor blade. But anyway, um, but yeah, so it was just it was called the Gold Lake Shuffle. So we had two drinks at every bar. Oh, my God. And then did we go on the boat? Oh, the Chris boat. Chris Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I must. I, I, uh, yeah. I mean, we're just, uh, we're, uh, you know, you hear the stories of like, oh, the first time you ever drank, you fell off the back of the schmurt. And we're like, my God, we used to roll each other off that just for fun. You know what I'm saying? Like, like so I went to I went to back to Madden's for four years. So then you did, and then somewhere along the way, then I guess up with people probably interrupted your customers because that is a version of yep, yep. And then I did all, and then you you because you you get accepted. It's quite a process for when you actually they say yes because it really is all about open minds. What they tell you mm-hmm. because you're working 18 hour days, you still got to go host family. And that Mormon host mom still wouldn't give me Mountain Dew at 11.57 at night because it would be three minutes to midnight. I'm like, I will slam a fucking six-pack right now and go to bed in two minutes. She still didn't give me the Mountain Dew. <laughs> anyway, nice family, but I was, oh my God, my roommate there. Anyway, because uh, you're bringing up so many like, great memories. But yeah, so that's when I moved on to Up With People. Okay. And that's why I thought I hung up the apron for good. <laughs> Little did you know. Oh, well, we haven't had my talk show. I'm moving to Hollywood. What are you talking about? Chris is going to move over, Alan. Blah, 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 blah. You know what I mean? Oh, my God. You know? And the thing is, like, when I went back to my agency, he did say, he goes, you'd be so far in the business right now if it wasn't for your addiction. But the honesty was there. Yeah. And it's fair to say, I mean, I, I, I would do a couple shots because I think I was calming my nerves. Come to find out, it would counteract. Mm-hmm. So... You know, and I didn't, I was drunker than I thought. And oh, you're not gonna smell it. You know, shit. Someone walks in the room 50 feet away from me, like, and I, it's not that like someone's getting, you know, someone's getting sauteed mushroom. You know, not my, not my business. Yeah. So okay. And then um, and then I got a job at the um, and then I came back and I've I've done folks, I've done a lot of random jobs. I used to scrape grease. You know those big fryers. You know when you the big fryers that you like um, they like you cook like um industrial like shit in. Well, I was a temp one day in our temp job. I had to go, I was buried. You guys, you could only see my ankles. I, and I just scrub blubber and things off of like, I was a vent that was, I swear to God, 1983 probably was the last time that saw like any kind of something. And that, and that blubber come down. And I was like, and it's hot and it's sticky and it smells and there's flies. Then we lived by a big camp base. So my mom got me a job cleaning bunks. All army men. Well, let's just say that was a fun summer. But, um, 
<laughs> you know, we're all, we're, all, like, we're all children of God. But the thing is, some people just, it is what it is and ain't what it ain't. Period. Um, period. So I've had a run. I mean, I've, I've done some, I've, I was a babysitter since I was nine. You know what I mean? Like, I've been there, done that, because I feel like it just, whenever I keep my hands at work, people are like, oh, Chris can do it. Chris can, you know what I'm saying? So it was cool. But then when I did that blubber thing, I was like, no. no and more. I didn't go back the next day either, because I was like, no. I, I, I sold 600 boxes of Girl Scout cookies for my cousin. 600? 600. How? Mind you, I probably ate three cases along the way because I swear to God they get smaller through the years. Yeah. Just like the bacon and your cheese biscuit from McDonald's, I swear to God that thing gets smaller every time you get it. Yeah. I swear to God. And this, no, no, not called smalls, are car- caramel delights. The size of a quarter. Yeah. It used to be a 50 cent piece. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so she gave me boxes. I came back once again the next day. I mean, Thin Mints. We were walking up Mall America. Get your cookies. Get your cookies. So yeah, when I lived in LA though, then I got a job at Antonio's Pizzeria. Hard Rock Cafe, and The Good Neighbor. I forgot. I was making... First of all, folks, Good Neighbor and Antonio's, both have been open for a good 40 to 50 years. They had a clientele that was stellar. You couldn't ask for a better bosses or situations there. I mean, Wayne Brady was to my left and Kathy Griffiths to my right at The Good Neighbor. And then Antonio, there's... Um, um, not to be a name dropper because it is what it is. We all put our pants on the same way unless you're in a wheelchair and it's a little bit different, but we'll get there. So um, the thing is, um, but David Shatner walked in. I was like, Star Trek, you know? Did I ever tell you about the one time I ever got starstruck? Because I never got starstruck. Uh-uh. So, you know, because I did the VIP parties there. I'm not trying to hair flip everybody to the left and to the right right now. Cool. So I'm walking up. I'm hungover. And I'm walking up to get sour cream. Remember the walking that used to be way up there and you got to walk? I walk up and I, I get to the top of the steps. And I'm like, oh, because I'm carrying the sour cream. I stop. I look up and I'm like, ooh. Every Horton and Brady from Days of Our Lives was standing in front of me. But not just one or two. Not just Boho. Marlena. Celeste. Stefano, I actually went to Stefano, I went like this. I was like, you are, because I mean, to see, I mean, Deidre Hall, you know what I'm saying? And her little converse little chucks because we did soap opera weekend and a day, no one told me. And you know, you're not supposed to ask for autographs. So I was like, Bo and Hope, Minnesota's flipping out right now that I'm even this close to you. <laughs> I mean, you may just spit on me. You know what I'm saying? And I come back, oh yeah, oh, Bo and Hope are there. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, Hope, come on now. She's, she's the pillar of days. Wow. So, but anyway. I, that's but, so yeah, funny because I knew nobody you mentioned just now. That's so hilarious. That's such a niche. You know, they've, oh, they've been on TV forever. I was like, is this a Horton and Brady Christmas special? I was like, oh my God. <laughs> and I think I went threw up in the fucking sour cream bucket and the fucking pool. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> on those stories. What? It's like when I walked in the cooler. Well, anyway. What? No, finish that. When you walked in the well, cooler. Well, you know, I walked in the cooler one time and all of a sudden, you know, there's ass and elbows. And it's, you know, it's a deep freeze. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, God bless you. But if you've ever had sex in snow, let me tell you what, you do it once and it's cool. You're never going to do it again. No. You know what I'm saying? It's a little scratchy and itchy and you get the hype there and whatever, but. Well, let's just say there was no snow, but it was a very cold cooler. And I, you know, there's ass novels and someone's getting, they're checking the, they're checking the meat temp. So put it that way, real good. And of course, you know me, little Daisy Duke comes skipping with my pigtails and be like, what? And I was like, beep, 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 beep. <laughs> Next day they get fired. They blame me. I'm like, I had nothing to do with it. First of all, I never want to have that visual again because I'm a very visual person. One thing I am, people tell me, oh, sorry, no pen. People tell me stuff about things and I'm like, you can't, you can't tell me that. You cannot, I can because I will visualize it. that till the point right, you know what I mean? <laughs> so, um, show me, great. Tell me, get. Get. You know so, <laughs> okay. get. Yes, and then I, um, what did I, oh, Antonio's Pizzeria, I mean, you were insanely busy for like an hour oh and a half. Like, God. you didn't even know your ass from your hole. Yeah. And yet, the owner would come up to and hand me 350 bucks on a Tuesday from four to eight. And you're like, okay. I, 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 I sometimes I'm like, I didn't deserve this. But then I look back, I'm like, yeah, Give I me a glass of Chianti. Because <laughs> she did, he or she had the big barrels of wine. Mm-hmm. 
But you know, Mama, she, you know, mm-hmm. if you have to slam a glass of Chianti on a quickie in a warm chair, uh, kids don't try that at home. No, it's not, you know, it's oh, not, you know, school, but that's how sometimes I had to, to stop my own shakes. Oh, really? There's nothing embarrassing when you're at an eight top and you're like this with a salad plate. Like you're literally like, I couldn't, you know what I mean? In the hard rock, they taught you how to carry nine or 10 plates on your arms. I don't know yeah, if you remember that yeah, or not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd have butterfly, butterfly, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And when you got to the mother, I mean, even table, guess what? People don't remember what they're ordered. You just drop the place down because you're carrying 17 hickory barbecue bacon cheeseburgers. You know, but it won't kill you. It makes you stronger. Okay. You know, what was your favorite job of all of your customer service jobs? Being a bingo caller. Really? Being a bingo. They they say if all jobs pay the same, what would you do, Chris? I said I would be a I would be a bingo caller at an old folks home. Under the eye, twenty two. <laughs> Under the eye. You know, what I mean, you got to add. I think there's pleasure in that. And the thing is, bingo. Nobody hates bingo. And if you do. No, no, don't even, don't, don't even come talk to me. Sing the song. Get out of here because you walk away. I mean, no, bingo is, first of all, loved by everybody. Third yeah. of all, it stretches out your money. Second of all, it's a good time. Yeah. And so I was, I was oh, you know, and I, I would jazz it up and, but I made a few tips. But I think my favorite job, um, well, Madden's was cool because of the fact that you had such a, you know, oh, yeah. I, I'm, I'm lucky to have all my jobs come as a family base in the long run. Mm-hmm. I still talk to people I worked with 20 years ago. And not just because who I was, that's what we were, that's what we became. Sure. You know, and so um, favorite job. Yeah, I don't. Oh, when I taught English in China. I thought so. Hair flip. Um, but yeah, so I um, I went over there because I was like, oh, I got that. Is that before I went to China or after I went to China? I'm like, mm-hmm. I didn't really say that to say that, but you kind of did. And so, yeah, so Fuzhou, China. I went um, Indeed.com, folks. I always say I got to check my piece. My bestie goes, what? Indeed? I was like, but anyway, Indeed.com got me the last three jobs. So if you're looking for something, put, put those three words. And I put fun, creative, and gay friendly. Wow. And so every job, every job that came up, I will not take a job that doesn't have the word fun in it. I will not take a job unless it has the word fun in it. I do repeat, folks. I will not take, I don't care if it's, I don't care if I'm an Easter bunny handing out eggs in a dumpster because you never know who you're handing your eggs to. Hello. Period. Hello. Facts. <laughs> Big facts. Big facts. Say less. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, do you know the first time someone told me to say less, I snapped at them? Really? Like, don't you ever tell me to say less. I was like, what the, I mean, I snapped, and we're good friends to this day. So I go, Chris, he goes like, you know, say less, like, say less, like, I'm on my way, like type thing. I was like, okay, I'll forgive you this. You know what I mean? Like, because <laughs> like, I went off. I was like, don't you ever tell me to say less. I have a lot more to say, blah, blah. But I didn't get the, the whole. You didn't get the memo. Me- yeah. The metaphor. Yeah. Oh, that's not even a metaphor. Amazar was where B. Ben has that dude does his name. I can't go shout out Wood. Yeah. So somehow, because my friend looked at me and said, once you make tips, I never. So off and on, I always went back to such a crutch of bullshit sometimes, sometimes. But I always love my jobs. When you love what you're doing, it doesn't feel like a job. Because there's times, I mean, I know the YMCA and I know blah, 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 meow, meow. But there was times, I mean, Pussy Lips and I and Beep Pertons, we'd be up and night. I mean, the pr- gay pride that we did. Were you there for that, your Kate? Uh, the year after I, say, I was with you. First but- of all, we, we meet the same people every year. You know. Yeah. On that upstairs. Yeah. Of wherever we were. Mm-hmm. Didn't see them all year long. But yeah, we'd all meet and just have a gay old time. So <laughs> no fun. No pun intended. <laughs> I mean, just, oh my God, Kate, we did a couple of years there. Yeah. But yeah. It, amazing. So much and fun. That was pr- pride. You know, yeah. it, but Pride's different, you know, LA to Minnesota, you know, sure. Hay Wiggins to Ryan Seacrest in a pharaoh suit, it's a little bit different. You know what <laughs> it's I mean? a little different. People hanging from the nipples at three o'clock in the afternoon, you're lucky if you even see a nipple. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's just, a, you know, you walk in that center, you're like, oh, okay. Oh, sweet. Gent- okay, cool. Okay. cool. I'm not going to take one of those, but I will take a flashlight. Okay. <laughs> okay. What was your, now, now when you say English or teaching English in China was your favorite job, why'd you only stay a year then? I would tell anyone to go to China. And you'll know after a year, it's time to scoots your boots. It, and I, I, I don't say nothing bad about it. I just, um, they don't know what a holiday gas station is. They don't know what a convenience store is. They don't know what, how life, uh, I should say how life can be. They go to school six days a week and seven days a week is family day. 
So it is, it, it's insane. And um, I had that structure. When I was in the police department there, because I, you know, smile every now and then and wave, because I was the first one there for our company. So they had to come in, they had to do all this crazy stuff. And I'm not going to tell you that story because that, I'm just like you. Anyway, but um, then you just, and your mindset is just, it's a little bit, um, it's not bad or good. It's just that it's that you're so focused. I mean, I was teaching three-year-olds. I thought they were six. I would talk to a six-year-old and they speak better English than my 30-year-old friends back home. <laughs> you know, so it's just like, it, it's a read. It's so like, it, it, there's, I mean. Come on. But we're not going to mention we're not, Anastasia B. Um, <laughs> I swear to God, she says she's, she's going to fucking get it. You know what I'm saying? Anastasia. <laughs> Always my go-to. And if you ever read my books and there's 36 Anastasia, Beaver Houses spells 86 different ways. That's why. That's why. Mm-hmm. Trust yep. me. You're still, mm-hmm. If you know me and you know me, you'll know who I'm talking about. But teach it because I finally know what Dorothy felt like with the Wizard of Oz the day I left. Mm-hmm. And I turned around. I started with one school with 300 kids. I left 11 school with 2,400 kids. <sighs> It was like doing 11 Zumba classes a day. I did seven half hours and three fifteens. And those kids, you walked in there, you were big bird. You were something different. And I used to rile those kids up. I used to walk in and go, because those kids are like, and they'd come up and they'd literally smell you. They touch you. They poke you. And they would literally like crowd me to the point where I had like shuffle. Like I had a big ball gown on. Like I could like, you know, like, you know, and the day I left, mind you, mind you folks, when I got there, I'm like, where's all the Tom and the Sally's and the boops and the bops? And you see all these videos and they're like, no, Chris, you're the first teacher in 7 million Fuzhou, China for our program. Oh, that's lonely. As you see a, a moment of silence. Because folks, I mean, unless you're looking for a number or you're in Taylor Swift every now and then, it's all in Chinese, folks. So, it, And then I had to get the schools. I had to do demos. So I'd be packed in a room the size of probably a, a hard rock bathroom, let's just say. You know, the hard rock bathroom with 60 people in there. No. Because they bring their mom. And, and, and you can always tell. When this kid, remember that one air, well, one kid era thing happened? Mm-hmm. Well, now they're 25, 26. And you can tell the second you meet a 25 or 26-year-old, that's the only child. Their behavior, completely. How so? It's crazy because they they don't know how to share. Wow. They don't know because everything was given to them because they're, they're the golden child. And especially if you're a boy, mm. you know, especially if you're a boy. And <laughs> you know me. I mean, I, I made the best of it. I mean, I really did. I went to Hong Kong. I'd still be over there right now if my program would have went to Hong Kong. Hong Kong was off the chain from the second I, I lied and said my visa took a little bit longer. <laughs> there I was in the middle in the middle of Hong Kong, about to lose it. My boss was on the phone. He couldn't get a visa to get there. They're screaming at me. I'm in downtown at the embassy. I go outside. I'm like, really, really pull my hair out? No shit. A turtle, a turtle the size of a small dinner table that sits four, crossed my path. And I, it's on my Instagram, folks, Chris Dar for 1010. Um, you can see the turtle. And that was my metaphor because if this... I mean, turtle can make it in the middle of Hong Kong. I was like, Chris, slow your roll. Slow your roll, because guess what? But because it, it's such a language that you just, it, it, it's crazy to grasp. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And if you say one word, there's four different tone or tongues to it. So you could be saying, you know, salt and also donkey dick. You know what I'm saying? Like, you just never know about the, the way the tone is hung See, shout out to one of my favorite people, Elizabeth Mayer. Hello. I love you. Uh, she's one of my oldest friends and she learned Mandarin so fast. And there was one time we were on the phone when she was over there and she was like, hold on, Kate, I got to go. I got to handle something. She gets on the intercom, deals with a plumber, tells them all these specific things about how to get up into the their apartment, then comes back to me. And I was like, bitch, are you a genius? Because that sounded like insane. And she was like, oh, it's not that hard. It's not that hard. But every other person I've spoken to has said, no, Mandarin is exactly what you said. Like you change your tone slightly and you've said a completely different word. And wow. Well, and there's old school and new school too. Just like, you know, how in every, you know, but like, are you talking old Mandarin or are you talking new Mandarin? Bitch, you're lucky I'm even talking Mandarin. You know what I'm saying? And I thought Mandarin was an orange. 
I didn't know you guys do like a mandarin. I was like, no, I'm all set. Thank you. You know, Kat needs, I was like, oh, we talking about language or we talking about bad lasagna and a fucking orange? Because I didn't know sometimes. You know what I'm saying? And you know me, I will get dropped in the middle of nowhere, no nothing, and make the best out of it. And it was such a, those kids, I mean, when I left and I turned around and all those little hands were going like this, oh. I finally know what Dorothy felt like from the Wizard of Oz when she said goodbye to her little munchkins. Because I call them my tater tots. Mm-hmm. And when I say, I taught basic English, like, I'm good. I'm sad. I'm happy. And then I became the most animated foreigner to ever hit Fuzhou, China. I, I like people swipe me off the street. I mean, this lady sent me a picture. She goes, is this you? It was me midair, above three feet off the air with my hands out like this. I go, who got? I go, where'd you get that picture from? Well, someone in the audience took a picture and sent it to these other people. He goes, my driver will pick you up at 7 p.m. His name was Fernando. And I'm like, I thought it was my Fernando from back home. I'm like, Fernando, get out of here. I hung up on him. Because I got a gym membership for more reasons than one. But anyway, I got a gym membership because I was like, well, we're, we're going to do this. You know, Chris is going to have a whole new world. You know what I mean? And I lived in a mall. I lived in a mall. I, I, lived in, I, was, in the, I was in the eighth floor. And so four layers below me was a mall and four layers above me was a mall. And let me tell you what, there's always something going on at the mall. And I'm super grateful for that. And then I became friends with the, the, uh, the barbershop boys. They took me in not a lick of English. And yet for eight months, I cried when I left them. Oh. They, they, <laughs> I locked my keys in my apartment wearing my boxers and a sweaty wife beater because I just came from the gym. I locked my keys inside of an apartment with the door that's as thick as a, I mean, we're talking thick. I was like, what do you do? My cell phone. I mean, how do, I'm literally, because I just, I was, the door shut and I was like, and I had four demos that day and I had to be to work at 2.30, mind you, this 10.30 in the morning. Oh my God. That's a whole nother story. I was like a mom that lost her kid in Target when I ran into that gym. I was like, because I knew, uh, I think Alexa or something spoke English. Alexa, Alexa, he's not here today. And this 18-year-old came out of the woodwork and he came up to me and goes, you need help? Because you know when you're 18, you got to take elective and you really don't know what to do. But the younger kids know they're 25 and under. Well, I'd like to beg the difference for that one too. As I'm going back behind the KFC side to go, biscuits, biscuits. <laughs> and I still got the crunchy chicken. So I go to dinner there and I still walk to McDonald's and KFC by the time I got home and filled my backpack. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, and I can't eat fish heads to this day. But anyway. Ooh. Um, I'm almost silent for that too because and I, like I said it was an amazing experience today. they're really good to me I have nothing bad to say about it but I always tell people you go over there for a year but I went to where the fairies were from I met Dominique which is Dominique if you're listening you're an amazing person he took me four trains and two buses and like one little chugga 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 two. he goes we're gonna go where the fairies are from and I was like I'm going home you know Papa I went to a bamboo forest and I went to the glass floors and the most beautiful waterfall I've ever seen in my life I stood there for a minute. I bawled my eyes out because if you're not talking about a higher power right there, this is something that you, because I, I could have gone to Beijing and Shanghai and all that stuff because you always can. You just know that you will. But he took me to places where no man goes. It was me and him. And I mean, I just, I sat there in the waterfalls and because I'm like, come on. I was like, no, no, I, I need a minute. Because I mean, it was just, and the thing is, um, one guy came up to me and was like, you have a lot of deja vu here. Oh shit, you have a lot of deja vu there. Come find out the Chinese people don't even like the temples. I'm like, let's go to the temples. They're like, <laughs> You don't go to that. What is it? Piece of tin sitting there? I was like, hey. But there's a lot of traditional stuff there, though. Like, you have to walk around. Like, when you get there, if you don't walk to the right, you know, mm-hmm. the, the, it's just, not a shame thing, but you, half the time I didn't know what the hell was going on anyway. You know what I mean? Sure. So, just like when the hot spring in Japan and, um, you know, we're all naked and all the guys going in, six, you know, six, oh, wait, boy. That's right. You're right. He comes with this, like, you know, you know, when you get those Mickey Mouse little washcloths and you throw them in the water, you know what I'm saying? They expand. Yeah. They're still the size of a freaking pop tart, you know what I'm saying? So like, it doesn't matter. Like, you're like cool, and also you know, and you're like, if you know, Mickey's ears even plugged in still or whatever. And so then he gives it to me. I go, "What's this?" He's like, "It's for your naughty bits." Excuse me. 
Because this one even fit one of my right or left nuts at this yeah. point. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. The most beautiful hot springs, though, you guys. I mean, overlooking the mountain with the mint, like the, like that, oh, it was gorgeous. Japan is stunning. You know? Yes, yes. So, what was your least favorite of all of your jobs? I don't even know if you can answer this. My least favorite? I, I wouldn't say a job. I would say humanity. What does that mean? Here's the deal, people. It's not your server's fault. It's not your server's fault. As a server, you guys don't realize, and I, to this day, if you go out to eat, God bless, but you guys, people do have bad days. I don't care who you are, what you are. And you know what? You never know. I, I trained thousands of people, you guys, for the Hard Rock Cafe. Thousands. The first thing I'd ask them, tell me three things about yourself. I never guessed just by looking at you. Sometimes we'd be laughing hysterically, and sometimes we'd bawling our eyes out. But we need to get that out of the way there, because now I kind of know where we're going. You know what I'm saying? And, um, and then they call me the, the whisper trainer or whatever, because I can't handle Sheila. Well, day four, I, we're skipping out of there with you know, $300 each in our pocket. You know what I'm saying? So it was like, but different. But also, it just, um, the p- humanity showed me that, I mean, I got to in my serving because I went to the Great Wolf Lodge. And I'm like, excuse me? I have to wear wolf ears at the age 40? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and if you say, just kidding, and one person doesn't agree with it, you can get fired. I was like, I might as well just wrap my apron up now. You know what I'm uh. saying? Because if people, <laughs> GM comes to she's like, Chris, we love you. But not everyone understands you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because I, I had made a $600 mistake because I, I was too short to be a vegan because I couldn't bite my tongue anymore. I could not bite my tongue anymore towards the end of my serve. Like, I like to think I hand up the, uh, the, my apron for good. But you know what? I, it's, you miss it in a weird way psychology because, you know, the everyday money. And, oh, I tomorrow make $100. You made 55 cents. You know what I'm saying? But, <laughs> but, I, um, but I, when I say I wore an apron, you know, when the girl's girl gets her sash, I got all my badges. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, um. My least favorite job. I don't want to say the job part of it. It was just oh, I oh, there was one beach diner too in Florida. I'm not nothing against Jewish people, but like if they had a coupon, if I didn't let the kitchen know, they got less mashed potatoes and meat. Well, God forbid if, if the coupon was on it, well, they didn't whip it out yet. So he'd come back. He's like, oh yeah, the coupon. I was like, give him a quarter. I, like I will buy you more mashed potatoes in their instant too. By the way, but um, <laughs> but yeah. So I, I worked there for like a hot minute, but I, it wasn't bad. It was just that. Because here's the deal. I always will find the greater good in something. Mm. You know what I mean? You can be a shitty person. You can do a lot, but you know what? And, and But don't ever mistake my kindness for weakness either. That being said, you know, because like, I'll listen to you, blah, blah, blah. But listen, can't bullshit a bullshit. Can't joke a joker. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Especially when it comes to restaurant business. Uh, have you had two years nonstop, fast-paced, moving down? I worked at Subway. Okay, let's start again now. Uh, you had two years, you know, because also there goes a tray of milks. Where do we pick up a milk from? I thought you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You just tell, you know, like that, and the, but also humanity as a people, because like two things you never want to do is be a, when your flights, when your flights running late, be that stewardess, or when your server, when you got to go see a movie in 15 minutes, but you know, well done burger takes 17 minutes on that grill, hard rock style. You know what I'm saying? And walking in and just being like, can we get that to go? Or people, if you ever snapped at me, oh, mm-hmm. I would stop everything I was doing and be like, excuse me, I know that someone's being rude. Like I got to the point where I mean, the lady's like, I found a, I found a hair in my salad and I was, She's like, it's round and curly. I'm like, is it a pubic hair? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's like, it was like, that's how, my, my train's like, you can say that. I was like, no, sweetie. I said, you can't say that, but I can because it's the way you say it. And then two minutes later, all of a sudden we're in the back and all of a sudden Mandra cries. <laughs> you did not just ask that lady. I said, she was fine about it until you went over there. Because a lot of times managers, they tell them not to go to my table. So they would drag, are you sure everything's okay? Are you sure? Then, you know what I mean? Honey, they told you the first time I had the whole table rolling. Yeah. Just like when the ran, I ran the glass door, I better get you a shot of vodka. <laughs> I knew with that. I said, you know, let's kill somebody. You know what I'm saying? They're just, you ran the glass door. It's hysterical. And I'm the kind of guy who laughs at a funeral. You can, I will laugh at first, but I'll help you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I have to laugh because I'm like, that's life. It is what it is. Yeah. Um, a job, I did a job. I did, I did think I did. No, you're I, good. I did work as a dietary aid. Ooh. At old folks' home. Was that tough? Oh, that would be so sad. 
I know. And then they didn't put a nose on her one day. And I was like, Alma doesn't have her nose. And I, if you've ever seen someone without their nose, like, let me tell you, it looks like, okay, we're not going to go down that road no, right now. But anyway, not, no, Stephen no. King. Anyway, um, so oh she didn't put on her nose one day. But then one day she always put her hands at the last second of the door because we had a, like a like a barn door, like half in and half out. And I just happened to say one day, I was like, Alma, if you don't get your hands out of here, I'm going to smash. I said, the door's going to smash you in the face. Well, I didn't know that they were having an LPN or RPN or whatever nurse thing, a whole group of them. So the next day, who gets called in the office? I said, I slam a window in her face. No. I said, well, you guys took her out there without her nose on. Did she ask for that? Because it looks like two slits to the clit. You know what I'm saying? Like, it looks like a little slot machine. Like, oh two par- It's weird. And I was we're like, she does not deserve that. You know what I'm saying? No. We're moving on. What's the weirdest yeah. thing you've been asked to do whilst on the clock? Mm, I don't know if I can legally answer that. Okay. We can skip it. <laughs> I, know what, I always say that the job I can talk about, the job I can never talk about, or I'll get chased out of the woods with, you know, to the beast. You know what I'm saying? Like, um... <laughs> So many Beauty and the Beast references on this broadcast well, I did, tonight. I will say, um, one night I did meet a woman at a bar. Oh, God, this is kind of, yeah. And I did wait on them. But the, the woman I started talking, I said, you know that I'm, and we're going to leave the story at a certain point. But um, And she goes, yeah, but she goes, wait till you see my husband. So they had a little list, what they wanted to get done. And let me just tell you what, I skipped out of the um, Garden Hilton or whatever it was downtown Minneapolis that night because um. Yeah, she they, she goes, wait till you see my husband. And wait till I saw his husband. I was like, sweet, gentle Jesus lips, get over here. You know what I'm saying? You can eat crackers in this bed. You know what I'm saying? Because I would say, you can go make it bed, but if you, not even one saltine, not even one wrist, I swear to God. You know what I'm saying? Because I can't handle it. But but Ricky Martin, can, he can gnaw a fucking case of Costco fucking wrists. I don't give a shit in my bed. But um, okay. so he had a little list for me to do. And um, let's just say, I mean, it's rude not to um, yeah. finish a grocery list. Yeah, you got to do so that. I mean, it was nothing bad, you guys. I don't want you guys to think, like, oh, my God, I was tied up and we we're taking peanut butter between each other's toes or anything like that. Which some people we are doing, into, like, which wouldn't be bad. Like, you well, know, whatever you're into. And, and as long as it's Skippy and Honey, we're good. Yeah. You know, I don't, I don't, we don't need, I hate nuts and, chocolate, like, nuts and ground. You know, anyway, yeah. But, um, so that was kind of the weirdest thing. But also, a guy one time wanted to pay, pay me $50 to touch my teeth because he didn't believe I had real teeth. Did you let and him? He turned around his, his fingers on my, I go, get that dirty sausage out of my, because, folks, I was a bartender at a sports bar. Not just a sports bar, you guys. I was a bartender the busiest. I would just open up on City Walk. It was crazy. It, make, it was the first one on the West Coast to get a bar. Well, she was smart. She put me behind that bar. I would have people call and reserve. Like, you know how you get the, you know, you get a wedding, you're like, oh my God, who's sitting next to who? Or, you know, whose cousin's who? You know, they, that's what they wanted me to do there. Because the Universal people used to get off and all come to my bar. Yeah. And when that Lakers fans yelled, and I yelled. You know what I mean? I turned on the radio. Because Lakers fans are pretty tough. But you know, the thing is, I just, you know. And you know how small that bar was. Yep. Anyway, folks, I had about 22 bar seats, five cocktail tables, and making drinks for the well. Yeah, you were all and you guys, over the place. Oh, and then someone ordered the dugout. Oh, get out God. of here. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you have to go grab the ice cream. And, and then Blenders. And servers, listen, if you went in a drink, you do not come stand by the printer right afterwards. It takes you a second. You know what I'm saying? If you're a good bartender, you'll get it done. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I love when people just stand there and be like. Oh, God. Oh, it would drive me I nuts. I there's many things. That, oh, oh. Yeah. So I would say I just said when I say humanity, it just got to the point where I knew I had to I mean, one day this lady didn't get her apple juice. She he went by six times. So what did I did? I brought her a case of apple juice in the back. No, you on the did. table. Yes. I slept and I said I said and, and she goes, I used to do what you do. I said, Well, apparently you forgot. Apparently you forgot. I slapped that whole mother and my manager was talking at the table. I went like this. Mott's apple juice, you guys. It was a case of apple juice. I got it from the back, freezing, still steaming. I went and jumped to the table. I was like, boof. And I said, oh, how many times I walked by? Let me guess, six or eight, was it, you said? Well, here's a whole case. Well, you'd have to do all that. I said, well, you'd have to do all this. I said, you have no idea what my day is like. And she and that's why I was like, because there's a couple times I walked through, I was like, you know what I'm saying? 
But also, I was being honest. Yeah. And it's one good thing, you know what I mean? Through, like I said, through everything, be honest. That's people right. want to feel, people, hey, what's your favorite thing on the menu? Do you like this? Oh, no, I don't. Good, because listen to them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? There's a reason why, you know, I, I always ask myself, what's your favorite thing on the menu? They might say freaking livers and onions. Well, guess what? If that's what's fresh and good, go with it. They work there. We don't. And tip your servers, folks. Cheap people freak me out. Cheap people freak me out. Well, that's a separate thing. A guy asked, a guy asked, I got a long on tea one day. I didn't bring back his 27 cents. So guess what I did every time? He, he brought up the first three times. The whole duration of the table, every time I walked by, I went in the back and said, everyone give me your quarters and two pennies. I walked by, how is everything over here? Good? I dropped 27 cents on the table because he made such a fucking stink about it that I was going to make sure. And finally, he grabbed me by the arm. He goes, this is really enough. Oh, is it? Because I dropped <laughs> 17 more rounds off. And I said, have a great day, everybody. Can I use a round up or round down, folks? And guess what? A dollar, you guys? Tip your extra buster dollar. You're like, oh, the extra dollar. Yeah. Give them the fucking dollar. They work hard. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Not all, but some. You know, because some things you're like, you get your little, and I'm like, round up or round down. What's that? Um, well, apart from what you've said, what's an incident? Were there, were there other incidents that would make them want to speak to your manager for something that happened whilst you were working? You know, I had a lot of like, one time a lady told me, she was I could be eating a piece of cardboard right now as long as he was my server. And to me, that was the biggest compliment I ever received. Yeah. She was eating a veggie burger, I'm not going to lie. But the thing was like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I usually got, oh my God. And then that lady with the vegan, you know, I, I, the whole family came into the Great Wolf Lodge and they were 30 of them. I was the bartender the night before, so I got 25 of them well lit. And they love me because, you know, I pour them like a drink. I'm used to. And so, um, <laughs> and then they come in the next day. And I was trying to work with this woman, like, no butter. Do you want crack? Like, if she just would have said she's a vegan. So I'm trying to get down to she's a vegan. And by the way, what happened to nut allergies? Mm. Moved over by the gluten-free. Guess what also comes gluten-free? Middle fingers up. Middle <laughs> fingers up. Anyway, and I'll say it to my tables, too. That was another thing I'd say because it was a cool table. But I can tell you, I mean, there are stories... Because I'm always curious too. So sometimes, you know, I end up in situations or fun things or just, I'm, but I was it's always good things, you know? Mm-hmm. I was always like, oh, the tortillas are cold and tables wobbly. I was a service. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but you also learn about humanity too because, you know, raw one. And I will never forget when I had a black table, a chocolate table, a four, delicious. Wrote on a napkin one day and slipped an extra 10 there and said, thank you so much for being so kind to my family. Wow. And I picked that up and I will never forget that moment because I said, it, it wasn't awakening for me. It was just that, um, I didn't treat the many people fairly because of because of past behaviors. Mm. And I don't want to say the stereotype. It's just that sometimes I think there's a book, a s- secret little hidden book in aisle 13 at Walmart that nobody knows about unless you read this book. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You can't eat three-fourths of your burger and tell me that wasn't well done. You know what I mean? Like, and, and you're going to try playing with me. You know what I mean? Like anyway, and I'm not just saying it as a whole. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It could be my mom. It could be you know, my sister. She's horrible. My sister goes, every time she does something wrong, we take a dollar off the tip. Jesus. Well, she farted one day at the table. It was two bucks off. I said, well, that wasn't her fault. She had to pass gas. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> not that gas. You know what I'm saying? But like, oh, and then, oh, and then I love when you cropped us too at a good table. Oh, anyway, yep. <laughs> there's many stories. Because at Hard Rock, I mean, you're such yourself that I kind of let that, I, I, I mean, I let go. But people, the thing is, you always want to make people feel at home. Yeah. And that's what I did. But sometimes, I mean, I had ladies feed up, showing me the petties or manis. I had, you know, dad, I said, I'm your husband's nightmare dressed as a daydream. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> a couple from Canada, I kept staring at me. I was like, Hello. Nice to meet you where you've been. I can show you. Because <laughs> the roller coaster goes right over your head. As you're enjoying All your right. Head. What's the last straw that got you out of the lodge job? Because every other job seems to have had like a natural end. Was there, were you just like, fuck this lodge job, I'm out? Since day one, Great Wolf Lodge did not know where to put me. Um, here's the deal with me. And I don't always have to have the last word. 
But I will say, <laughs> like my manager goes, Chris, you will shut up a room of 30 and walk out with all in six seconds. And no one, and then it's not a, it's not a good or bad thing. It's just that sometimes, you know, I get in trouble, sometimes I don't, but I, the Great Wolf Lodge never knew where to put me to start. And so after my year and a half there, they're like, goodbye, Chris. We love, you know what I'm saying? Because they said, they said you could not decorate your uniform besides your ears. So what did I do? I took my ears to another level. I got the, you know, the Madonna's cone boobs things, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I put them as rainbows on top of my thing. I, I called in the office. It's a little much. Well, you said I could decorate anything, you know what I mean? It wasn't much, though. And so everyone was there kind of like, like the Laura Ingalls in life. Uh, and I was like the, um, you know what I'm saying? Like there's a lot of Laura Ingalls, great. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Beautiful. That's what, but guess what? That was you know, me. But I met some really cool people there too, actually. I met some amazing, but it was a short run I had there. And I'm still, yeah, we had, a good, we had a good crew there. I made $300 for serving orange juice on a Thursday day. Jesus Christ. Coffee, apple juice, orange juice, and milk. We had a buffet. First time I ever worked at the buffet because I was like, uh-uh, people don't tip on a buffet. These people did. Oh, and we don't give, we don't give high fives. We give paws. Excuse me? Christopher. Christopher yeah. Plackett. No, no grown ass adults are giving each other pause. No. Oh no, I was in I was in orientation literally like this. I was like, how fast can I get out of this checkered wearing picnic table <laughs> thing I have on that's too tight anyway? It looks like a dried, sun-dried tomato salmon farted on me. And of course, not, I'm a sweater. I was born sweating. So the pits, you know, people are like, oh, you're God. sweating. I was like, no <laughs> shit. I'm working. It goes called hard work. You know what I'm saying? Hello. Um, but anyway, salmon, sun-dried tomato syrup. But anyway, still too tight on me. But um, no, so I think I was, it, that, oh, then Dinosaur Adventure popped in. Okay. Welcome to, that's why I got that job. And I skipped another day. I was like, bye. And, and I still keep in touch and I will still go there and I still breakfast every now and then because it is a great company. Yeah. It's just that at 40 years old, I'm not wearing wolf ears. <laughs> Have you ever told a customer to fuck off? Oh, absolutely. How? Tell me the absolutely. story. Absolutely. More bartending. Oh, sure. More bartending. But kind of in a joking, but no, there's been times I'm like, no, I'm serious. Here's the deal. Remember when gay men happy and shake men carpet, that type of thing, you know what I'm saying? But it, it can be the wrong person. Yeah. Once again, folks, gay men happy and shake men carpet. So those kind of days, but when a, when a man or a woman can say like, the F word I hate, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Or they can say something's like, oh, that's so gay. It, it can be the wrong person mm -hmm. just to say it the wrong way. And I, I could give a shit less, but I will drop dead face and be like, talking my straight voice and be like, hey, what's up? Like, what, what, you know what I mean? Like, I got to be gay, right? You know what I mean? Because of the yeah. contents they use it in. Sure. So there's a couple times like, you know, fuck you. No, fuck, you know what I mean? And sometimes, because the Hard Rock Salute was a fuck you. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So it wasn't it wasn't about like always just, you know, being fuck you. It's like, I mean, we had arms around each other, giving sure. the middle fingers, crying our eyes out. Yeah. But no, there's a fuck of times though that, because um, a couple times it got mumbled out of my breath and I got pulled in the office. Because Chris gets pulled in the office, I'll fight my battles. Oh, what am I getting written up for? Hold on, let me write that down. What am I getting written up for? Why am I talking to my lawyers? And I'll, and I'll be back to sign this on Monday. Poof. Where'd it go? There was never a write-up. It's so weird. Never write-up. Just disappeared. Never write-up. No, <laughs> no, no, no. How many? And my, my, oh, no, My God. grandma died seven times, by the way. I bet. I'm kidding. I bet. Yeah, died and well, res resurrected. I had a grandma. <laughs> she, she, she likes to come back and say hello every now and then. You know, like, every it's job, not your you know, fault. I, I didn't have one. <laughs> At some and, point. I went from coast to coast. They're not going to, you know, check my references. Sure you didn't. I bet you didn't. Uh, how many bodily fluids have been on your person whilst you were on the clock? Have you ever been barfed on, peed on? Um, D, all the above. Really? I haven't been jizzed on before. <sighs> At work? Well, Kate. Okay. You know all right. Uh-huh. We're not all Laura Ingalls. All right. Yeah, well, no, tell I mean, it. Yeah, because, well, here's the deal sometimes. You know what I mean? You get a sneaky Pete that, you know, even throws me off guard. <laughs> you know, and, well, here's the deal, though. I'm not going to, if there's two stalls, I'm not going to get all crazy with you. But, you know, for, it, things happen sometimes. And okay. sometimes, make sure you take off your uniform before you go party. Shit. No way. You know what I'm saying? Okay. What no. about the barfing though? Did that happen like when someone was overserved or something? Once you, as a bartender, once you see someone eat a hamburger mangled, you'll never forget that. 
you'll never forget that just that disgusting like you never want to see that again and then when it comes back up on you because he asked for a glass of water and here's the deal folks i'm a farm boy from minnesota but if i put my hand in anyone's used ketchup i will lose to this day ketchup should be not when they had a ketchup shortage i was like see ya bye <laughs> put it on their eggs i'm not knocking you but you just can't watch you it's runny enough folks and ketchup is ketchup is like the the there's a lot of sugar in there too, by the way. Yeah, folks. there is yummy. And people, people in restaurants don't catch up. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I could, I, it got to the end. I'm like, you need a side of ranch. How'd you know? You just because you can smell it. You know what I'm saying? It got to the point where it wasn't. <laughs> and you know, Kate, I never wrote anything down if it was under twenty. I know you didn't. That's crazy. Remember? And I could yeah. go look at their face. I'd be like, oh, club chicken sandwich, I had avocado, no bacon. But because um, I could go look at their face. Yeah. Because sometimes, because but I also wanted my memory because I'm, you know. I did a few things in my day, so I just want to make sure the brain's still ticking. That's good. Keeps it keeps so, it keeps it popping. Fun Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> do you tip? I tip. Do you tip? I tip ridiculously. How much? It, I well, know I you would do. say I have a big tip for you too. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, I, 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 I just used it yesterday. I was like, "Don't you worry." And I said, "I got a great big tip." For you. And they go, "You do?" I was like, "Sweetie." <laughs> um, I tip ridiculous because I know, mm. I know, and I, but also, I, you know, I'm a cap. I'm a Sagittarius. I'm just a bitch. No, honey, you're just a bitch. So if I recognize that, do you know what I'm saying? Like that type <laughs> yeah. of thing, I mean, people are like, I'm Virgo. So that means, no, no. you're just a bitch. You know, yeah. like, there's no other number, you know. So if you come to me like that, and I, I give my service quite a bit, but I know it's like, I've been there, done that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I, you know, whatever, any situation you find me out as a server, you know, a lot of times they throw me out there to go take care of it too sometimes. Mm-hmm. You know, you're just like, well, here goes the bullshit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so. Do you ever not tip? Oh, that's a good question. No, because I'll even leave you a buck, even if you're scandalous. Really? And I'll leave it to you and change too, because that's just <laughs> it's a, double a real asshole move. Yeah. Change, I'll spend, it all spends the same, <laughs> bitch. You just had ninety five dollars at my bar, and you're going to leave me three dollars and change. Granted, if you have laundry, I you go, but you know what? No, that's just disrespectful. I think in so many levels, because once you realize your worth, you don't settle for change. You know what I'm saying? But like that type of thing. But also, like, come on now. Yeah. You know, and I knew one time I grabbed three kids at my table at the Hard Rock Cafe. I said, like, "Come on, guys." Yeah, each had five dollars to the name. You can get a side of broccoli for four twenty five. That's right? right. That's right. I go, come on, we're going on a field trip. I took their menus, I put them back, I locked them right in the middle of the food court. There, I said, guys, your five dollars will get you so much more and give you so much more happiness than what I ever can here. I said, I can get you guys waters and a free lemonade and whatever you want, but you're gonna get a side of broccoli. And remember that side of broccoli? You're lucky yeah. if you saw three kernels on that plate, and that half moon dish, and the butter dripping. Oh, yeah, okay. and there's always an issue too. Does I was who has the broccoli? You know, but um. Yeah, they have the little $5. So I was like, did you really so take, and you took them up there? Yeah. Good for you. Yeah, they went and ate at Johnny, um, whatever that thing was, the chili. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. Kind of chili thing. Yeah, because that food court up there, that was an SCD waiting to happen too. But, you know, it's like <laughs> to people up there. Because listen, honesty, folks. Yeah. You know, I, I can, and it got to the point where I was a little too honest. And that's when I knew I had to hang up the apron, which I hope I did. Because um, serving is entertaining. Mm-hmm. I don't give a shit what you say because you're putting on this, you know, some people can shut off and turn up, up, up. But I also believe there's a reality to it too and there's a realness to it. Mm-hmm. And people can smell that too. Mm-hmm. But also when your waiting table's at the busiest place, almost walked on earth, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Remember the uh, Rose Bowl? Yeah. 500 band people walking out. Salmon and burger, salmon We had, tra- I mean, and we're watching the silverware for the next group that's literally walking through the door. Yeah. And, and, and you guys are seating normal guests too. You know, at that point, you're like. Mm-hmm. It was too much. And by the way, you, you, you rocked the whole stand, Kate, by the way. Yo, I love you. Thank you. It's the only position no, I worked no, there. To this day, I'm like, hail all Kate. You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> no matter how hairy it got, no matter how bad the balls didn't get jingled or the, the car went rotated on the bar or Birdie would lose it or, you know what I'm saying? You always kept that, 
you, you never know how much you lose it. Thanks, Boo. Yeah, well, you know, so, I only lasted six months, so <laughs> maybe if I would have been there longer, I would have <laughs> lost it. Yeah, but it. look at the impact you made on a lot of people in oh, six I months. I love you. Thanks, Boo. I walked away with a beautiful friend in six months. That's right. I sure did. So, I'm looking at him. Mm-hmm. Have you ever been stiffed? By a man or? Okay. Um, <laughs> um, yes, I have. And um, I, I did. I, yes, I did. Um, I, if I saw them again, I would ask them. Or I sometimes go hand back to change them if the, like, the bill's above and they're 37 cents on the table. And I, I got to the point where I was, it, it tended to not, because sometimes I just do it to fuck with people and sometimes I just do it to be like, was there something wrong today? Did you guys feel like, I'm, I'm just curious because I, I feel like, you know what I mean? And well, no, why? And I'm like, well, no, I just, I, the pence that was on the table, I just realized that, you know, the pence that was on the table um, doesn't feed Tiny Tim at night. You know, we're, we're, we're busting our ass out here. You know, and they're like, Oh, what do you mean? Oh, I thought Charlie was going to tip you. I thought, Charlie, Charlie, didn't you give me $2? No, no. He no. Didn't. Charlie's over there already at the candy machine, you know, eating a fucking Twix or whatever. And I'm like, you know, oh, because they thought they told each other to make sure they leave it on tip. Mm-hmm. No, you didn't think I was going to come find you, did you? <laughs> That's you know what, what they actually thought. So, yeah. and a stiff tip, to be a stiff is like a huge slap in the face for me. I agree. You know what I'm saying? You could leave me a dollar. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. As long as it's Benjamin or whatever, you know. But, but I also got, I mean, I got, I've been tipped up to, a nice amount of money before. Yeah. And all the servers, oh, give it to Chris. Chris, you know, I got I, I a couple that would tip me $100 every time they came in. They could have $30 worth of food or they could have 40 Or then one time I got a $500 tip. Well, we're going to get there. Wait, so, don't don't talk. Okay, we're, oh, I'm going to ask you. No, that's yeah. okay. I'm going to get more into that in a second. Just in this section, last question for this section, worst customer you've ever dealt with or the archetype of something of someone that would be the worst customer if you can't think of a specific story. When they say Karens, there's Karens in the world with mm. that, you know, Bob haircut. And I mean, you know, the second they walk in, you know what I mean? Yep. They got the, God bless them, you know, they got the hush pups on from, you mm-hmm. know, whatever. But um, mm-hmm. yes, there is truth because I, I wouldn't say one specific thing, but there's also that lady that just comes after you. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Ugh. Or, you know, don't move. He, he's a homosexual. He might bite. You know what I'm saying? The couple from, you know what I mean? Or, or just heinousness of like, you know, and the thing is, listen, I mean, because I, I, I always say I give the respect that people give me. You know what I'm saying? So like, my GM, listen, I don't have to say hi to you, but you have to say hi to me because you're my GM. Mm-hmm. You know, whatever. But um, mm-hmm. worst customer, God, there's there's always a couple in every job. Mm-hmm. There's a couple that haunt you too, that, you know, that will leave you, the apple juice lady, you know, for example. Mm-hmm. But then I've had to prove my point because she just, I, I asked him six times. You guys, the apple juice, you know, the size of your thumb. If that was, you know, but also people, I love when they look at me and they go, we're one servers too. In 1923, because yeah. apparently you forgot, like, <laughs> yeah. you see I'm out of my head. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and at Hard Rock Cafe, they used to slam me. They used to see if we could put me in the weeds. They used to have contests. Lydia used to see, they sat me 13 tables at one time. At once? Yeah. I had eight inside and I had four in the patio. That's so and gross. And we're, of all four tops. And we're talking, I mean, and no food runner, no bus, because you know the day shifts. You either made it or you didn't during the day shift. That's And unreal. Jenny Vavero, light bright and almost right wherever you are, honey, you literally to this day taught me how to serve anyone and anything. She goes, your cousins over there are pissing me off. I was like, my cousins are here? Because I was in LA. I was all saying, she goes, no, your cousins. I was like, what do you mean my cousins? They're all table, white people. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I was always like, my cousins are here. You know, you're in LA. You, at this point, you see a grandma's Tony on here excited. You know what I'm saying? Because you're just that little bit homesick. Sure. You know? But I, 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 worst customers, I, I, but I've, I've also stuck up for a lot of people that had bad customers. You know what I'm saying? And like, don't way? you talk to our waitstaff like that? Because I, you know, I don't think I'd let myself get to that level, of, like mm. that heinousness. But, you know, people want a free meal. They're going to go for it. Yeah, they are. Boy, they sure are. Well, folks, we're going on to the good stuff. We hope you saved room for dessert.
All right, Christopher, what was the nicest thing a customer has done for you whilst you were working? Gave me their kidney. I'm sorry? I'm sorry. Yeah, that was, I don't know where that came from. Um, no, they really didn't. Oh, I was, so, that, I was like, oh my yeah. God. I was so oh, yeah, excited. I did not. Let me see the parts that me that weren't all that pretty. <laughs> and every touch. He takes the, um, oh, you're- but listen, um, do you guys know, just for a fun fact here, real quick, off the cuff. Um, yeah. Do you know that a liver comes in 40-60, right? A 40-60. And let's say a, a donor, a donor gives you 40% or 60% of the liver. Guess how long that piece takes to grow back in the donor's body? How long? Just take, just take a gander. Uh, a year. Two weeks. What? Two, I even clicked the pen for that one. Yeah, you uh, did. Two weeks. My mom goes, you mean two months? Because we're at the Mayo Clinic. This is not coming from like, Grand the Mayo Clinic, if those of you don't know, it's better than a jar of mayonnaise. It's one of the biggest clinics that, you know what I mean? Like, you have to wait six months just to get in, whatever. And yeah, she's, we had a, because I was, I was on the list for a liver transplant at one point. Wow. Because I had to prove that I wanted that liver. And we had to go to classes and you know what I mean? So, and the, yeah, two weeks. Isn't that crazy? Wow, that is crazy. That but is crazy. it's more pain for the donor than it is. Bless all the donors out there too, because there's people that still need it. But yeah. Well, what, what was um, the what actual part? nicest thing that a customer has done for you? Stopped with me? No, okay. Um, and I'm trying <laughs> to think of. Pity sex with me? That. Well, when you're connected to a hotel, the Great Wolf Lodge, I mean, Hello. some of your ears end up in different places. <laughs> those controversial ears. <laughs> well, those controversial ears. And the one day I slept on the floor, I'm like, I woke up and like, Chris, Chris. And I was like, I see people with wolf ears on. I don't know where I'm at. You know what I'm saying? I got to get dragged to the back. There's a big dramatic. I'm like, I better go home for the day. Um, I must leave. I've had customers go as far as, um, you know, sending the Christmas cards or, um, mm. oh, one day I got $100 in the mail. In the mail? $100 in the mail. Mm-hmm. Long story short, um, someone's father had passed, oh. and he's and he left her some money, and he goes, "I want you to give these to the good people in the world that deserve this." I got a hundred dollars out of the mail one day, nice note and everything. I, you know, me mascara down on my knees because one thing about me, I'm super thankful and super grateful, and I'm very empathetic and very sympathetic. And so, but I always can't agree because I don't know what it's like sometimes to go down that, you know. Sure. But I mean, I'll ball with the next year, you know. Or you know, I cried during beaches for God's sake. That's your go-to. But um, <laughs> I want to start a new movie called Bitches. Bitches, get it instead of bitches. <laughs> get it. And have me and. Biscuit, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Yeah, I get it. First generation, not country mouse, city mouse. It's perfect. <laughs> but anyway, called bitches. Bit. Anyway, but you know what? I'll be bad midler because I ain't going. Obviously, anywhere. of course. Um, he can be the Barbara Hershey. <laughs> Whatever happened to her? But um, anyway, back to nice people. So I got Christmas cards. I've got um, you know, people that have left me stuff before, like you know, keep shining people because you're only waiting on these people for let's say three breakfasts in a row, and yet they leave you a card at the end of those three days thanking you for who you are and what you are. You know what I'm saying? I think that mm-hmm. speaks volumes. You know, and um, and I took pride in what I did. So people actually, you know, I, I, oh my God, so proper lady. She come back every year, fingernails out to here. And then she came back with an auction to take on. And I still friends with her son because she has now passed. But God, 12 years ago, I met these people. I passed him. I passed out a few times with a few tips because I'm like, I wish I could eat tonight. I don't know where I'm going to go. And I don't know, you know, I'd be bartending. And I mean, <laughs> people would throw that money at me when I start going to, you know, because I, I usually don't play that card, but I'm like, what's wrong? And I was like, nothing. You know, nothing, nothing. Passive aggressive mother for 30 years. But anyway, you know, nothing good, I'm good, you know, blah, 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 what's going on? Well, I just wish I could eat tonight. You know what I'm saying? So I get a little bit of a guilt trip, but yet it worked. The second you put that neck brace on or to, oh, what's going on over here? I mean, you turn like, what's going on? Oh, sweetie, what happened? Oh, I can't talk about it right now. It worked on the contract. You know what I'm saying? Like I would go into shit that you wouldn't even believe. Like people would be, that's Nicole looked at me. She goes, what the fuck did he just say? And I was like, well, it was a little bit of fabricated. You know what I'm saying? It was never my fault either. It was ne- it's never, never your fault. It's never your fault until, you know what I mean? Just remember that. It's never your fault. <laughs> I ended up in a handicap. Oh, no, we're not. We're yes. definitely not. I didn't know. We're not. Stop it. Christopher, remove. <laughs> Christopher, move on. Best tip you've ever gotten. 
Was it the 500 bucks? That's pretty good. 13 inches. Okay. Uh, okay. Right. Oh, yeah, that's good. Okay. <laughs> well, streaky hands plus the... Anyway, um, <laughs> so best tip I ever got was probably 500. Yeah, that's a pretty good one. What? Where was that? Do you remember? I think it was each job every time. Oh, boy. Wasn't it? No. Oh, um, boy. It was closer. Yeah, like... But I always always get that one tip or, you know, something like it, it'd be cool. You know, yeah. I the bill came 246 and they round up to five. Hell yeah. You know, but it depends where you're waiting tables though too. I mean, like I said, Antonio's, I mean, a family four come in that's been going for 30 years, they tip you $50. Jesus. Oh my God, that's right. A good neighbor, they come in $13 meals and they leave you a hundred. Wow. You know, so just, it was random. But also it came at times though when you just needed, needed it. it. You yeah. know what I mean? Like someone was looking out for you. Like I always say the hundred dollar angel because sometimes, I mean, well, you know, how it goes, you know, are you going to take off a shift? Well, I'll make 150 tomorrow. The rain hits, you know what I mean? Whatever, <laughs> just, it, it's nature. But also, but that's another thing with serving though. That was everyday tips. That's what's hard it's about leaving tips. it. Yeah, is getting that fast cash. That's really hard. It, and guess what? If it's cash on the table, we know nothing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You, there's no way you ever have to claim that. A lot of people, yeah. There's no way ever, there's yeah. no way ever, anyone's ever going to come back to you and say, and Godspeed, I did claim my tips. I'm just saying though, yeah. where there's a will, there's always a grace. Okay. There's also a Jack and Karen. So, <laughs> Who's the? What's an example of, or can you think of a story about the best customer you've ever interacted with? Heidi Klum. Really? The nicest. She took her own place back. I said, "Hey, you can't come back." And she goes, "Yeah, I can," because it all started when I woke up. They go, "Chris, we have some code word that I used to give." And I, I when asked question, I just come in, and I walked up the stairs, and all of a sudden, there she is with her purse stripped. She's like, "Darling, which way are the toilets?" Is Victoria Beckham standing at the top of the stairs? And I was like, my first question, I go, "Is David here?" And she goes, no, he's playing with Galaxy, darling. It was Boa Roman's birthday, which he still has two of my pins to this day, the four-year-old at that time, because they wanted to all watch the movie, and then they came underground. So I met all the Spice Girls, wow. and I met, uh, that's when Gwen was with Gavin. Heidi Klum was there without, uh, super cute kids, without Seal. And Heidi Klum, I actually took her plates and walked all the way back, scraped them, put her diet coat, like, it, it, she's back there, like, upstairs, you know, in the little right. half-ass kitchen we used to have up there. Yeah. Like if you got a French fry out every two minutes, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so um, there she was scraping place. Like, hey, you can't. And she goes, oh, no. She's the nicest person. That, that always struck me because I just someone, but that much on um, everything. Yeah. Everything. Like yeah. Vanna White, she's got the best job in the world. She flips yeah. letters for her living, looks good. You know what I'm saying? Like who does not <laughs> want to be Vanna White? But um, I just want to come back as Vanna White. But um, do. so yeah, and the nice customers, um, you know, soccer moms love me. Do they? You know what I'm I'd say, but like, oh my God. I will lay right in the breast. I'll be like, oh my God, you're somewhere You know what I'm saying? So I always, I, for some reason, even my producer right now to this day goes, soccer moms love Chris. You know what I'm saying? Because they, they keep their kids happy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I know how to just, I'm, you know, like my friend Morgan said, she goes, she's watching me behind stage. She goes, I don't know how you do it, Chris. She goes, you were just talking about fisting someone 48 seconds ago. And then you walk on stage <laughs> and you're working with a plethora of audience. That, I mean, because I, I know you know your audience. You want know, to turn it on and turn it off. You sure. And yet, you know what I mean? Yeah. She's like, but you, you we're just, uh, you turn around, you just, I mean, but that's, that's what it, it's, you just gotta know your audience. Yeah. What's, so, what's the best lesson that you have personally learned from working in customer service? It's not your service fault. And, um, humanity, just be good folks. You know what I mean? Like, good, just be good people. You know what I mean? You see, there's, so, there's such shitty things going on in the world and you chose to go out to line. And again, I know every experience, like when I was doing that wedding and the tray got unbalanced and it flipped. And all over the wedding dress and all the hit, you know what I mean? They're, they're pissed, but of course, you know what I'm saying? Shit happens. Wait, also, you spilled you know, on a wedding dress? So I was training a girl and we were carrying, she worked in a restaurant but for two years, nonstop, fast pace, blah, 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 blah. We're, we're doing a tray thing. I held onto the tray Well, she took all the drinks and the tray flipped oh, because of the balance. Yeah. And he, anytime you see a server carrying a tray with two hands and shaking, you know, and they have two milks on their tray. Take them out. Come on now. 
Yeah, yeah. You know, like especially on the hard rock, no one knows where the fucking mail comes from. I don't care if it's your day 17, or that could be the last final question. You won't pass the test because where does the mail come from? Because somebody usually grabs it for you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or like if you forgot your side plates on the table, 17 people come up to you. Hey, you forgot your side. I got it. I got it the first three times. You know what I'm saying? Like, which is good, you know? Yeah. And um, always underline everything. But also, um, it, it goes back to always leave people better off than what you found them. Mm. Yeah. I didn't care if you came to hard rock for a glass. I didn't care if you came for a shirt. All I know is when you left my table, when you rolled around and when you went to bed, fucking Chris, you know what I'm saying? Or when I went to business meetings, I had biz, my business card with pins on it. So I went to downtown Minneapolis because I did um, PR work for them. I would have, when I met someone, they would pick up my, their favorite pin and then I would pin my business card with my pin, which, which they picked out. But guess what? When they're going through the pocket that night and pulling on everyone else's business cards, guess what? A pin was connected and ah, you know what I'm saying? That type of stuff. Smart. So That's really good. Yeah. What's uh, what's one piece of advice? I mean, you've sort of touched on this, but this is our last question for this section. So if you can get, if you can think of something, what is one piece of advice that you would give to customers who interact with customer service workers? Know your allergies. Hello, hello. <laughs> okay. The second I hear, the second I hear allergies, my ears go faster. You can say like, you know, they didn't fuck me hard, but they go up. And if you don't know what celiac is, and you tell me you're gluten free, we're gonna have, we're gonna have words. Yeah, we're gonna have words because I'm sorry, Celia. I didn't say Cecilia. We're not Cecilia. <laughs> oh, what's that? This isn't Dr. Atkins, folks. This yeah. is not Dr. Atkins. You're about to have a heart attack because you ate too much bacon. I get that, but no. When gluten free, because my bestie Nicole, pretty much she can eat a chicken breast and guacamole on a good day. She's no chicken, no chuck. And she, you know, and so going out to her with the last seven years, like she's like, watch this. She's like, does your son have milk in it? And the server will look right at her and go, no, it doesn't. She goes, you're lying. You know what I mean? Because she, she would know because she knows what, you know your allergies, folks. And if you say the word allergy on my table, I'll take it serious till I don't. Sure. Because, you know, I've seen I, the fish allergy there. I mean, if it even hit a spoon to a shelf, I mean, I worked at manager's resort, it was five star, you know, a lady blew up when I put the spoon touched, you know, shellfish and that be pendant. You know what I mean? I just think know your allergies and don't come to my bar and say that I should know what gluten-free vodka I have because you should know when you sit down at my bar, Stoli has it or blah, blah, you know what I mean? Yeah. So that's another thing people don't realize also, we're human. We're human beings, but I also was a counselor. When you're a bartender, you're a counselor, you're everything, you know? But um, the best thing I say is know your allergies because um, that's not nothing to mess around with. Mm -hmm. And and if you're going to go out to eat and chance it, you know, peanut allergy is pretty serious, you know what I'm saying? So, Mm -hmm. but know your allergies, period. And don't be cheap, you know? Yes. Well, is there anything else you want this audience to know, whether it's about customer service or your journey or anything else you think people need to know about Christar for Plackett? Well, you know me. I was, I was just talking to my friend yesterday. I was like, power up positivity because I think I'm going to start teaching a class. Because listen, our, our ships are going forward, folks. If you have anchors, let them go. Let them go. I know there's a couple dragging that sand and that chain's a little bit longer, blah, blah. But guess what, folks? Your, your power positivity ship needs to keep moving forward. No one walks backwards. You can look at the past. You just can't stare. You know, like no one walks like, you know, backwards because guess what? It's done already. And I think the important thing is, and I'm going to talk to people like in the fourth grade, you're 30. So we're going to go that far back. Let it go, folks. Let it go. She couldn't say it better than Frozen. You know what I'm saying? Guess what? Frozen 2? I want to call it Unthawed. <laughs> anyway, I just wanted to all those bitches to melt. But anyway, and um, bring back my girls. RuPaul's so good right now. But anyway, good for RuPaul too. For but um, RuPaul. the thing is, um, I just, folks, you are your own captain to your ship. And I know that they say, I can't love anybody until you love yourself. It's true. Mm-hmm. It is true. And then you guys, everything happens for reasons. So whether you're in an avalanche and you meet someone that's new and you blah, blah, you had that experience together, 
And every example, whether it's good or bad, will teach you something, period. And yeah, I was the bad example a lot, but I was also the good example a lot. And you're served what you deserve. Don't kidding. No, but karma is, karma is real. And you know, let me tell you what, you guys, I learned that the hard way too. There's a few things I used to make fun of cankles until I couldn't put a size 13 sock over my toes. So, and I never, I never said anything. Cank- they still look a little weird, like a little tree stuff, but that's not the point. The point is, yeah. So, and I just think, you know, be good. Okay. Be good or be good at it is what I always leave you with. That's right. Be good or be good. I always say be great at it. Okay. So, well, you mentioned okay. you're working on a book. Is that something you want to talk about? Um, three of them, to be exact. Um, three books? The first one's called Three Books. Um, they're kind of like a beautiful mind thrown up because I met a writer one time. He said, throw up on paper. He goes, because the second you start double guessing yourself, that thought's not going to come out completely or your emotion or your feeling, you know what I mean? And one thing with me is that when I'm a writer, I'm a relatable writer, meaning that I will have you smell. I, I don't want 3D, I want 4D. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Whether it's good or bad, I, gross or whatever. You know, the needle going into your skin, I get that last poke. You know what I mean? Like when I write, I... I it, but right now it's like a beautiful mind. So I got my shoes could talk. It's a hot feet. That's a B members of a gay shot. You know, I have the scattered like this mm-hmm. and blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? Sally, just Raphael wig. And you know what I mean? Classes going everywhere. And the third one is not your server's fault. So will that be and a book about one, customer service? Yeah. That third one? Uh, there's three and a half actually, because the half one can't get written until some people have um, left to the next sure. level because um, mother Teresa, I love you yep. so much, but you know what I'm saying? Like, by the way, mother Teresa's name is Teresa Agnes. My mother's name is Teresa Agnes, and Mother Teresa's real name is Agnes Teresa. <laughs> oh, by the way, oh yeah, that has nothing to do with it. But anyway, the best, most rewarding role that I've ever played as a human being was Scooby-Doo. Really? The traveling fun show. Were you Reggie? Oh, yeah. I played Scooby-Doo, and let me tell you what, because those kids, I mean, I was a fan of Scooby. If you're not a fan of Scooby, I mean, we'll still be friends every other Thursday, but <laughs> Scooby was a shit. You had the lunchbox, you had the cake, you know what I mean? But when I played Scooby, I mean... There the four of them sat and they just, I mean, it was amazing. So I don't know where that just popped out, but yeah, yeah. we did the whole Scooby-Doo and costumes and. Well, how best. can, how can people get in touch with you, Christopher? What are your, what are you, how do they see the baby dinos? Where are you going to be next? Like people are going to. Oh, by the to- way, everybody too, grease is the word. Sorry, not to cut you <laughs> off, but grease is the word you guys to this day. I had a grease team 30th party. Don't get it twisted. You know, Kate. I was there. there. Yeah. That's oh my right. God. And if you not come in in middle of January, dressed up, you get, get out. Get out. Um, Lisa Curry, remember I made out with Lisa Curry that night or whatever. <laughs> we have the pictures like, oh my oh God, my that's God. so random. But anyway, good times, Lisa. I hope you're well. Um, you can get a hold of me. I'm um, first of all, like I said, addiction, entertainment, just fun. You know, someone said one, Chris, you're at your you're an FWBNSA. Meaning though, but I mean I am and I will be and I, I love people. But if you want to get a hold of me, find me, or you know where to find me because now I, my house resides in Minnesota. Um, because after 16 years of being gone, I, it's home is where the heart is. But also, um, I'm on Facebook and I'm also on Instagram. The other two I can't talk. Okay. And, and but also right now, Dinosaur Adventure is Carnival Chris. So if you come visit every minute, it's a complete adventure. We're dying to meet you, M-A-A-T. Um, so go on uh, actually the website, dinosauradventure.com, not uh, just dinosaur adventure. Do you know how many retakes I had to do with that? Dinosauradventure.com for all your information. And so they'll tell you the city, the city, and then we're opening back up again after COVID, and I'll have my stage back. And every hour there's a new stage, a new show on my stage. And the, your so. handle on IG is at C-H-R-I-S-T-A-R-P-H-E-R. Wait, I missed an O. It's Chris Star for 1010, right? Big C, little H-R, little, little H-R-I, big S, big T, big A, big R, star, and then fur. Like, just like you're going to end it, but little P, little H, little E, little R. And then it's, it's either 1010 or just 10 or, because my lucky number is 10 for a while there. Yeah. 
Well, folks, we're going to drop your checks now. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to help us out here at Service from Hell, we'd love to have you subscribe, rate, and or review the show wherever you listen. It will help us reach more people that need to be schooled on the art of being kind and will be catharsis for those of us still working in the industry. If you want to get in touch with us here at Service from Hell directly, send us your receipts at servicefromhellpodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. You can also get all of our bonus content and find out more about us and see videos, etc. at patreon.com forward slash the Kate Gaffney. Remember, if you can't afford to tip, you can't afford to go out so don't be garbage and be good to people it's easier that way thanks everybody and chris this was unbelievable you made can me- i get a gay man for what you just said can i get a gay man honey <laughs> <laughs> and then paul comes out with the angels behind you like, like you know what i mean the gospel part of like just give me your you know, you know Miss Yellow. anyway kate thank you so much i love I, you I, first of all i'm honored to even like to even talk to you for this much is i love you i love I you seriously you, you touch my heart and ways that an o-d-a-t Mm, I love you so much. Well, thanks. Thanks, folks, for listening. Good night. Okay. Yeah. 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 Yeah.